What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Funeral Bossing Podcast. I have been a little bit on hiatus. It has been a crazy couple months, but this has been so worth the wait. I guarantee you guys are going to be so excited to know who's on today's podcast. I am joined today by probably your favorite people on Instagram, and I'm so lucky to have them on the call with me. So everybody say hi really quick, and then we'll make everybody guess who you are. Hi. Hey, everybody. (laughs) guys you wouldn't believe it but everybody on this call i'm telling you we see them every single day on instagram i know a lot of them have made my day when i needed either like a busting out kind of laugh or just a good chuckle or sometimes just even a gasp like (gasps) did they really just post that (laughs) but we have mortician memes the funeral life, funeral memes, and open casket culture. And if you guys aren't following all of them, please make sure to do that just now. I guarantee you guys are going to love them even more after today's episode. So we'll kind of open it up. I know you guys, again, thank you so much for giving me this time today because it's been a long work day and some of you may even be on call, but you guys are still doing this. And I know a lot of it is because we all love our followers. You know, we have started from one follower to now over thousands of followers do you guys know where you're currently i, I do not love my followers <laughs> just to be clear i could not possibly care less <laughs> if all of them wanted to leave right now i'd be I'd still be so i don't know, I don't know why they're here. you can seriously it makes no sense Seem to like it, but yeah, no, I I hate my followers. Where do you stand so. right now with your with the amount of followers? Do you guys know what numbers you're at? I I don't I, I never look. I never look at that. Really? I I look every day. I think I'm at eleven thousand. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just kidding. Okay, so do you guys know? Because I I went before we started today. I took a peek just so I can share the stats. And I, I did that because I know um, the funeral, funeral Life and I did a podcast about a year ago now, and both of us kind of shared, like, we had a goal. We wanted to hit a certain amount within the year, and it was just really exciting to see we both completely surpassed that. And it wasn't without a lot of hard work. I know you guys work really hard at putting your content out there, but here are the rankings, okay? From top to bottom. <laughs> so the very top one is Mortician Memes. You're at 24th thousand followers yeah suck it losers (laughs) (laughs) motherfuckers funeral life you're at 19,500 almost breaking 20k almost almost I'm gonna have a party when when I break 20k and you're all in (laughs) a big casket culture you're at 12,000 Point seven, almost at thirteen thousand. At the solid one half of mortician means, which is, I hope it's his lower half. Which is bullshit. He's the funniest one, like by far. Sorry to everybody else, but open caskets got us all beat. His stuff is <laughs> like without a doubt. Without a doubt, it is great. <laughs> okay, and then you guys. You know talk, what you're last but not least, because mm-hmm. we all grow every single day, but you're at 11,000.6. So you're almost at 12,000. Not bad. I guess I'm the bottom of the group. You're the bottom of the group. <laughs> yeah. The power bottom. 
Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right, guys. So because of, of how demanding it is running an Instagram page, do you guys, have you hired anybody to run your social media or do you guys 100% do it yourself? I just do it myself. Yeah, I, I do it, do it I myself. Enough, but... I hired Tino means to do mine. <laughs> Everybody else, yeah, you know what's funny is like there's people literally that will hire somebody just to take care of like every single day posting content, putting something on the timeline, something in the story. Like it's just, it's a lot of work. And you guys all have full-time jobs, right? So it's not easy. Like how do you guys do it? Like what keeps you going with doing the meme pages? I used to just like when people would get offended. Like that was probably my favorite thing. When people get really upset in the comments and I could reply to it, but I, I honestly, I, I wish I looked at the comments as much as I used to. I just don't. Like I'll, I'll make a, I'll make a dumb meme and just post it. And then usually just stop notifications on Instagram because I, I just don't want to see it. You're like meeting with the family and it's like going off the chain. Like ding, ding, ding. I, this is, this is like uh, yesterday with the Kevin Hart thing family while they were just <laughs> while they were just rambling and talking i just found that picture and i'm like yep that'll work so <laughs> that is the best. okay that kind of leads into my next question so what has been one of the worst interactions with a follower have you what would be like i'm sure all of us have a story like we've all received crazy messages or people have just been so offended what who wants to share something like what has been the one of the worst interactions you've ever had with somebody I just got I just got one today with my story with, yeah. what happened this guy well it was you're gonna uh, talk about our DMs right now man <laughs> I, yeah man <laughs> I'm calling you on this shit right now <laughs> so but um no he, he uh it, it was it's when I posted about um embalming fluid in in pot and then embalmers kind of look in one way and look in the other. It's like, oh, they're embarrassed. I do that all the time. But he, he sent me a message and said, what the fuck are you doing? This is so, this is so inappropriate. Why are you promoting this kind of behavior? And oh, I'm my like, gosh. Not, I, th I thought it was funny. I'm just making a, I'm just making a meme. <laughs> I thought it was creative. And I put a little Snoop Dogg audio in there. And I thought it was, that was creative. Like, that was my oh, best work. He was he was completely offended by it. So obviously I blocked him. I People get offended way too. Like, I know the, the, yeah, the, the worst one. The worst one by far was I made one about how girls can't lift. Which I'm sorry, but you, they fucking can't. I remember. My bad. I remember There's that. nothing you can do about it. They just do. Well, I'm sorry. Calm down. But I did that, and then this girl comments, takes a screenshot of it. He's like, I'm going to find out who you are. I'm going to find out where you work. Like, trying to dox. Like, calm the fuck down. It's a fucking meme. Oh Good word. Unreal. Yeah. I, I wouldn't get that upset. Like, I think, again, it's all in fun. Like, yeah. I've seen people in the comments, they get really worked up. And it's like, oh my God. I've, I've had people, like, do that to me with merch. Like, I make something or... I always try to like switch things out and I'll get that like oh I, one one girl was like why do you always want to put things on the front of the chest you're trying to exploit us and I was like what they're t-shirts like all the designs are in the front but yeah you just like, put it on the side <laughs> it was just like oh my gosh I never even would that was never even my intent but 
it was just so funny like people would like take their own conclusion or something and just like morph it into like what it was it you know we yeah. got okay. <laughs> what was that cleavage and yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's all she has are just like really provocative selfies. You make a exactly. with like skeleton her hands page, on somebody's like... boobs. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> what about you, Open Cancer Culture? Anything that you've ever had interaction with? What's been the worst? I think the I think the worst one, I got multiple messages from this girl's like multiple accounts, all like threatening lawsuits and stuff. It was it was uh, let's see. It was like kind of early in 2021 when like the Senate was having all these issues and it was like all the big Mitch McConnell memes of him being kind of a, a stingy dude. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I was just making a meme kind of based off that of like, you know, when you go and you ask your boss for a raise and he turns from like the nice funeral director into Mitch McConnell. <laughs> and so I just Googled funeral homeowner and looked for the first dude that looked like, you know, an old, depressed, worn down white guy. And it was a real one. It was a oh, real one out there. Well, yeah, it was a real one. And somehow it was this chick's dad. Oh, no. And she loses her crap. And and it was funny. One of, uh, I guess, one of this guy's employees also saw it first. Like, oh, that's my boss. This is so funny. He's going to love it. And uh, and then, yeah, the daughter came in. Just all these lawsuits she was trying to threaten. And it was, it was crazy. Did you end up taking it down? I took that one down. Left. Yeah, I took that one down. I, I feel like I could have fought it, but it, it wasn't worth it. Like you said, we're just doing this on the side. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? There's some times where it's like, all right, let's pick and choose the battle. Like, <laughs> Instagram <laughs> just takes my I'm <laughs> Anybody who posts them on it, I get reported and they take them down. You got to put that one back up, bro. Do it now. I want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> we all want to see it. I wonder how many like Let's, it takes for them to take the actual post down. You know, like what the science is behind that. Because I'm sure Morty happens to you all the time. Yeah, with, it's, like, it's been like nine months. Oh my god. But it's and what I found out any time that I put white trash in there, they call it <laughs> I guess that's racist. <laughs> <laughs> You, but, do you add the hashtag in there, or are you just saying? <laughs> no, I just call them. That what was I, mean, I can't. It was like so after a visitation. We got to deal with white trash. They always hang out on the porch, or they always hang out on the steps outside the funeral home, and that's not even bad. But they're always smoking <laughs> cigarettes and drinking and spitting tobacco everywhere, and that's what I made. Then they got reported, and Instagram's like, all right, this all right, it's like almost the last straw here. They probably like just copy and paste the same message they have to always send you. <laughs> All right, so let's switch it up. What about what's one of the best interactions you guys have ever had with a follower? With all the thousands of followers you guys have, what's one of the best interactions? I'm an introvert in real life, and I guess online too. I don't really interact too much with uh, with people. I do enjoy when uh, people will, you know, put one of the uh, stories up and tag me in it of one of my memes. I like that. I'm going to slide in your DMs, man. I, I know. <laughs> I, I want to be your favorite you gotta. 
guys, that was funeral memes. In case you didn't know who that was, that just spoke. So please send them a DM as soon as you can. <laughs> <laughs> send pics. Make yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Send all the news. <laughs> please and thank you. I'm I'm currently doing that. So enjoy it, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll keep a lookout. <laughs> <laughs> so we won't we won't hear from funeral memes for a while. They'll be looking at pictures. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, some of the some of the best stuff that I have constant followers is just people who, like you said, kind of in the beginning. Just it, it does feel good when they're like you you made a really bad day a lot better. You know, because there but there's a lot of days when we're doing this and it just beats the shit like crap something something as stupid as validation from a dumping page like if that's all it takes then we're doing something yeah i know we hear that all the time right like in the profession like people just feel so undervalued or they're just so overworked and they're not getting like those kudos from like whoever they're working for so just getting it from you know someone who's in the trenches with you yeah that goes a long way nowadays for sure Uh, so, so we're talking about um, what, one of the best interactions I I had personally was uh, was pretty early in the um, the meme scene, and it was really early in the COVID. Ooh, ooh, in the, I in, like in that the, the meme in, scene. In the meme scene, you guys, you guys are free to to use that. I'm going to copyright it later, but um, <laughs> so um, so this is early during well. If, before the pandemic reached the U.S., I know it was hitting hard in China and particularly Italy. And I have a very strong Italian heritage, so I had um, I had a, a follower who was in Venice, where I, where I believe the pandemic was reaching its height in Italy. And so I, I was just really drawn to connect with her and find out, hey, what's really going on over in your country? Because we're hearing about it here in the US where we're just making fun of it because they're crimes with a funny, a good Mexican beer. So, um, but she she was saying that, yeah, it, this is really, really serious. You need to take this seriously because it's gonna come to your country and you're not gonna be, uh, you're not gonna be ready for it and it's gonna hit you hard and it's gonna slam you in the ass. So that just kind of yes. really woke me, <laughs> it really woke me up with what's really going on and, and what we as funeral industry were gonna see and what we're gonna face. Um, with a pandemic and none of us in mortuary school were ever prepared for a pandemic of this caliber at least I wasn't um, so to be, pre- to be prepared for it and know what to do she was really uh, a good soundboard for me to kind of get a feel of the pulse of what the COVID was going to do and how it was going to affect us here in the U.S. and how we could prepare as funeral directors um, for this upcoming virus that we knew nothing about so and that was just kind of a, an interesting connection. It wasn't, it was, obviously it wasn't, um, wasn't really funeral meme related. I kind of had to step out of that, the funny character and just kind of really connect with someone on a really personal and, and uh, serious level. So that you know that's what? my, that's my I story. One thing that um, just, I think I remember, I want to say it was, I'm guessing your page because I'll never forget the first time I seen that, how bad things were in Italy and how scary it was. I was like, oh my gosh. And it was a video of one of the funeral directors in one of their local churches. And they had 
just caskets lined across the whole church floor like it was just insane and it was just kind of hard to even wrap your mind around like that's really happening you know to anyone no matter where they were located and yeah it was like everybody was kind of in denial that this was going to hit us and I'll never forget seeing that at home that was so scary and sure enough I want to say within a month we got hit the same way you know and I guess oh my gosh I don't want to like switch gears but how are you guys doing like do you feel like you recovered from dealing with what COVID brought at your location I think we've definitely made it over that hump very thankfully those were those really were a hard two years for everyone it, it definitely gave us a lot of good meme material though I have to admit. <laughs> that's true worth you know? it <laughs> we definitely came up with some good shit well, you know, you guys, honestly, I don't know if you guys give yourself enough credit, but you guys got people through some dark, dark days, you know, and I know, you know, like they say, like, laughter is the best medicine. And you guys really have probably impacted people in such a great way. And you don't even realize it. Do you guys realize that? Like how impactful you guys are? I hope we've ruined some people's lives, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're really, that's your mission. Let's be honest. We have to keep things balanced. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. Hey, I know, Marty, you've pissed off a lot of people. (laughs) I would, yeah, not enough, but yeah, (laughs) quite a few. Um, Anyone else want to share and otherwise we'll move on? I just think we, I think most people probably just did the best they could, you know, like there's some smaller towns you just kind of figure out as you go. What was the mo- what was the most death that you guys had at one time? We and in like sixteen bodies, that was the most we had. Wait, wait, sixteen in a month or at one? No, at, at one time. That was, that was the most that we ever had when COVID was at its peak. Sixteen bodies. So I don't know if you guys had. I couldn't say the exact number, but we were definitely out of room. Um, embalming people that you know were just direct cremations, things like that. Yeah, just for storage purposes. Yeah, we got to the point where we ran out of prep tables, so we had to get like six foot folding tables and just lay plastic down and just have them lining our halls because there's just no space. Yeah, we had that. We had that same situation. We were putting chairs on because we had no place to put them so they were in our chapel and just on chairs and stuff it was wild i know you mentioned a moment ago you know they didn't teach you this stuff right in mortuary school do you think that they'll create a course regarding something having to do with anything pandemic related that is a really good idea they definitely should feel like they won't <laughs> yeah <laughs> like i said it's, it's, it's a good idea so if it's practical it's never going to go on marjorie school <laughs> yeah, we've all talked about this the the, uh, the the index formula no one's ever going to use <laughs> in the do, we, do, we, do, we need, do we need to know the history of a bombing we're never going to use that practicality but yeah and it's just it, important things like that 
you know, teaching, teaching funeral, future funeral directors, you know, how to prepare for a pandemic or even how to be prepared to work a weekend. You might actually have to work a weekend. <laughs> what? What? You have my have to be on call at night. You have to get up at two o'clock in the morning. What? <laughs> <laughs> those are those practical things that march your school. So like I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're gonna pay me eighty thousand dollars and I have to be on call on the weekend. Yeah, no. <laughs> but yeah, half the people in that are professors in mortuary. Oh, go ahead. I was saying in 50 years, that's going to be a, a board question on the national boards. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The, pre- the professors that were there, like, they might have been funeral directors, but now they're just, they, didn't, they couldn't hack it. So they got a job at some more shorts. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't know what the fuck they're doing, so I don't get why they're doing it. plan B for them, huh? <laughs> it, or Z. I mean, it's, it's like their last resort. They're like, well, I guess I can go there. But then they, they don't they don't teach them properly. They teach them what's in a book, and that is of no use. They need to have not maybe not just pandemic stuff, just like problem solving one on one. If you have X amount of services going on, but two more families come in, you have three funerals on Saturday. Like, what are you gonna do? Because that's the situation we're at the time. So you have to. It's just constant. I hear it. I hear it all the time where people like mention like you know where they're located. They have to get this amount of schooling before they're even allowed to talk to a family. And I feel like here in, on the West Coast, it's like the wild, wild west because you can meet with the family, you could be in the prep room, you could dress, you could do almost pretty much anything besides, of course, embalming because um, that's you know a skilled trade we have to learn. But doing that, I feel like, has allowed people to learn so much so fast. Is it real strict in your guys' states as far as like what is allowed for someone to be able to just support you in the role? Like you bring someone new in, but they don't have a degree. Are you hiring them? Yeah, I mean, well, you can hire students and stuff, people who aren't really educated in it. But um, I mean, that's most of the training that happens is on the job. So as long as they get licensed or at the very least are trying to get licensed, mm-hmm. I feel like if they're if they have the time and willing to learn on the job training is probably 90% of what you get. Like mortuary schools somewhat teaches you how to prep the body and home and do that stuff. But you learn all of that on, on the job. Yeah. And you really, I mean, everyone really kind of has to have a mentor, you know, because no matter what, what school, yeah, but being in the trenches, that's where you're going to really learn the ins and outs and um, just kind of the do's and don'ts that, <laughs> you know, those, those extra skilled things that, you you know just aren't going to learn in a classroom for sure do any of you guys are you guys any of you mentors to anybody today i am she's the abs i'm kidding she's she's good Um, (laughs) no she's good but but it is important to get a good mentor because that's like i mean that's your your apprenticeship entire funeral director career like I'm, i'm there's stuff that i heard Brings a sponge once you get a bunch of Yeah. Everything. And important here. So if you have a shitty mentor, like those are the kids who aren't going to make it. So you, have yeah. to, you have to do your best. You know, I know it's kind <clears> of, <throat> it breaks my heart sometimes when I see, like, in the, you know, the group, the different Facebook groups, people kind of just expressing 
and what they're going through or they're dealing with and it's like so apparent that they don't have a good mentor and it's like so sad like a lot of them feel discouraged to even go forward and you know like we mentioned earlier like sometimes like validation from a meme page just sounds so silly but you know people people really do need validation they need support they need guidance and it's just unfortunate that a lot of people won't get that. So I hope that our industry doesn't lose out on really good people. You know, I, I was talking to Open Casket Culture earlier and I was telling them I, this last week I was interviewing people and I had one funeral director, she's in Texas and she runs three funeral homes by herself. And she's so <laughs> overworked. She makes 38,000 a year. And I'm just like, are you kidding My me? Goodness. <laughs> yeah. Good Lord. Yeah. And I mean, like, that's just, it's ridiculous. And, and you know, she's, anytime she asks for some help, she just, it's kind of frowned upon, you know? And it's like, oh, like, that's just a situation where not having the right support, the right mentor, you're gonna lose someone who who is a great, you know, addition to the business, you know? For sure. Man, okay, let's see. So we switched gears here. <laughs> So where you guys are at right now in death care and like how long you've been doing it, do you guys see yourself doing this to your old and great? I've been at the uh, same funeral home. I've just worked at one, been here six years, uh, mortuary school for a little over a year. I honestly couldn't imagine doing anything else. I think it would be too boring. Even though it does get, yeah, if it, it gets real stressful, but I don't think you can ask for a more interesting job. What about you guys? I've been doing this for, for just under 10. And, you know, most days I absolutely love what I do. And the days I don't are usually the days I make memes. <laughs> uh, that, that's where all the good content comes from. That's your therapy. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, well, this freaking sucks, and here's a gift to show why. But <laughs> oh, like, there's definitely times where I'm like, I could, I could see me wanting to do something else. Like, I don't know if I want to be hauling 400 pound dudes out of basements when I'm 60. But <laughs> why, why not? Honestly, <laughs> I want to be the 400 pound dude getting hauled out of the basement. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been at it nine years. This is. And you're done? You're no. no. Yeah, I was, waiting, I, I was waiting for a rebuttal. <laughs> no, I'm going to murder myself after the podcast. So. <laughs> Goodbye. Farewell. So long. Yeah. So no, long. I, I, I think, I think I'm going to do it for a long time, but like you said, you know, you, want to be the 400 pound guy in the basement or whatever but like you, if you get to that point you don't want to be pulling those guys out of the basements like I don't know if any of you guys plan on owning a place at any point in your life but that's like that's really the only way to get out of doing that <laughs> you got it right? own a joint or do your own thing or something but yeah I don't, I don't I don't I don't see myself not doing this anytime soon um just because like the further you go in this the scarier it thinks to venture off into something else, you know. Like this is this is all you know. You get really, really good at it. It's not transferable. Like you can't take this to be a in a sales position. Like anyone who says they sell caskets is full of shit because if people come into a funeral home, they're not leaving without one. 
like at a car show. Yeah. They might go, eh, <laughs> you later, like, they're, they're going to get me. They have to go <laughs> You're not selling anything. Anyone who says they do is ridiculous. But <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'd like to do it for a long time just because I'm good at it and I can't imagine doing anything else with really. it. What about you, uh, funeral life? Uh, well, I definitely could probably be the senior member here because I'm almost uh, at 20 years doing this this odd this odd fun and unusual job. So, <laughs> no, it's, but the the greatest thing about that is it gives me it gives me a lot of resources and content for for writing memes because I've experienced so much <laughs> in, in this business. And uh, yeah, at some point, I I don't see myself moving out of this industry because I've got I've afforded so much into it at this point but um in my in my senior years I guess I'm just going to be that crusty old hearse driver you know, help out the funeral homes yeah right so yeah so these these guys can write funny memes about my job <laughs> so, Man, think uh, of that guy's the next generation of funeral memers like <laughs> right yeah yeah i, I want to be a mentor to the, the i want to be a mentor to the next memer yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. well i kind of i'll That's, jump on the back that one with you guys but it was it was i worked in the same funeral home it was small privately owned for 15 years and it was so scary for me to think of doing anything else because it was all I knew like the back of my hand I knew everything having to do with the funeral business and um you know I was I'm definitely a rare case where I had other opportunities within death care but in total it's been 20 years of my life and it's like all I've known and it's like 100% my comfort zone and um, yeah, my, my next goal is to have my own operation. So, but it takes some time and yeah, I've, I've done other stuff. I've worked in hospice and it's not the same. It is not the same. And it's, I don't know, it's, it's a calling. You know, we say it all the time, I think doing this, it's not an easy calling. It's not an easy job. It's, you know, there's long days, long hours, but I feel like there's so much that we can do as like the next generation of younger <laughs> professionals yeah. that we can create like such awesome new work cultures. And it's kind of funny, like you, everyone does things the same exact way, but there's so much change that can happen that can make the industry work smarter, not harder, you know? So hopefully we could be kind of those people that set that new tone and you know, offer different workplaces where we don't burn people out. You know, it's we hear it all the time. There's people work really hard. And <clears throat> I mean, how much, how many of you guys would say like, there's a few things that I would, I would change if I had full control right now, <laughs> you know, within your workplace. I'm sure there's things that you guys would change, right? No, not at all. No. <laughs> Yeah, my boss is gonna listen to this. I don't know if I can <laughs> say anything no about comment. that. No yeah, no, there's nothing, nothing I would change. There's, there's nothing wrong with this. You're like, I want more, more hours. <laughs> yeah, more hours, less Cut money. my salary in half. Funerals on Saturday and Sunday only. That's yes. what I really want. Yes. I want. I'm, I'm pushing for that. It's my new agenda. And, Arrangements only at 6 p.m. or later. Call <laughs> until 10. <laughs> and visitations going for until 11 o'clock in the evening. 
<laughs> there was open bar visitation with alcohol. Yeah. There, there was like an article recently, and it was saying that one state was pushing for like a four day work week. <laughs> Imagine if we could do that. Sorry, yeah, man. that could never happen. Never happen. <laughs> <Yeah>, <laughs> Closed all holidays. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, we can't. We can't pick up Granny because we're only on a four day week. <laughs> you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to wait three days before we actually. Pick up <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, guys. So I'm sure a lot of you are going to have a lot of your followers listening. So like, what would you guys want to say to them? Just more, Morty, don't even just say something nice. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, stop. Stop. You you can get a fucking like. So like, what are you doing? <laughs> what would you guys say to a follower who's listening right now? So let's start with open casket culture. What you have a follower listening right now, they're a fan. What's your message to them? I'd probably start with what's wrong with you? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it's it is funny because I feel like I have a lot of people message me or comments like, I'm not even in the funeral industry. I just think these are these are great. Or <laughs> I'm following I I remember I had one and it was uh you know, it was like that classic one from Spider-Man. It's like, I'm something of a scientist myself with William Dafoe. And I had this like 60-year-old lady thing to say, I just like this because I think he's cute. I'm like, oh, how old is he? Like, so this message is to her. <laughs> yeah, I, I would love to know, honestly, how you ended up following us. Because I feel like there's a good portion of people, at least my followers, I can't speak for everyone else, that aren't in the industry don't have a desire to go in the industry and just love watching the funeral world burn. No, for sure. <laughs> um, you're absolutely you're really? right. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Okay. So mortician means, what would you say to a follower that is listening right now? I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I kind of know why they're here just social media but like it, when you go to work especially this job it's it's, it's I'm in that same headspace where most of the followers are in that same headspace I just most, anytime that I can or I used to if somebody followed me I used to try to like send each and every one a message became kind of crazy you know, or just say like welcome aboard it's just what I always used to write to him but yeah um, I hate you all the time <laughs> For the love. Okay, funeral means what about you? What would you tell um, a follower who's listening? I think I would just say I really appreciate all the likes and comments. My life has no validation unless uh, you're liking and commenting on my my videos and, and memes. And funeral life, what about you? Not not really. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was hoping you were kidding. Yeah. <laughs> you need a hug, <laughs> sir. <laughs> Peter, what about you? Um, I guess I, I, I would say, you know, thanks for the follow and thanks for um, validating my life in funeral service because, you know, it's, it's sometimes we do need those affirmations. And I think one of the reasons why I started doing it, and I think more the same way, is we, we just kind of needed a release in our, in our, in our industry, in our business, and just find a funny comedic way to let all this out. And, 
I think the four of us have, have found our, our groove doing that. And we just really appreciate, you know, the love and the hate of, of <laughs> all the followers <laughs> because there definitely is some hate. We, we all get some pretty nasty DMs and it just, it, it's some, sometimes they do, um, affect us or if they affect me sometimes but um but it's just kind of nice to know that you're 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 hitting a pulse in some ways but a majority of the people i think learn a, a, a lot about our mortuary business you know from the the apprentice on up and being able to share our lives through this through this venue i think is pretty incredible so no i i thank the followers for, for being so faithful Gay. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, think, oh, I had to make it as flowery as possible. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, one thing that I know we had the first podcast we recorded, we were talking about um, how amazing it is to just even see the reach you guys have made. You know, people are located all over the world. You know, it's like who would have thought, right, that you'd reach this many people all over the place. And whether they're in the profession or not, it's just it's pretty cool to see like what the heck they're located where or you know just to kind of see you know that no matter what time it is of the the day you're impacting somebody somewhere around the world so how about merch are any of you guys going to do any merch anytime soon morty i know you had some going and then you kind of paused it but people loved it what are you guys thinking any any merchandise coming your way for your followers no not not for me that was I. I made. I sold. In fact, um, I'm glad you brought it up. If anybody wants to steal the one point design, go for it. I don't. I'm not <laughs> gonna hold on to that. Why? Why did you stop? Was it just a, a, was a lot to, to keep up? It was. It was a lot to keep up, but also the um, the people who I got mm-hmm. the the products from because we were making them um, ourselves, and then oh. we sent it out to somebody. else dude just couldn't keep up so the last amount that i sent out i was like, You're like all right i was disappointed people they're like you were supposed, supposed to get it a week ago I'm like, yeah, well, I, hate I know i get both of you the worst customers are the moms of like the <laughs> who are ordering for their daughters i'm like oh i'm getting I'm, you know like i'm gonna call my credit card company and stop this transaction and i'm like ma'am 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 hold on a second <laughs> No, well, but, but I, yeah, you're not you're not Amazon. You don't have like <laughs> 400 employees you say, you know? that you can send this stuff out. But that's what I do not. I don't that, have it. That's where we live. We live in an Amazon world, and you know, one day I would love to be as fast as Amazon. I would love that. So the goals, but yeah, it's it's a full time job in itself. It's a lot. It's very demanding, but I don't know. You guys, it's it's out there. You guys have followers. You guys, you know, if Morty, if you ever came back to the table with it, people would love it. You know? No, dude, steal it. Take anything. Take any of those. Who's I do have right now? You see the post for funeral boss, and it's like all Morty's designs. <laughs> I, I want to design a six-point shirt. Probably there you not. go. Oh, nice. full, the full suit That's with the six-point. Kind of a ninety. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A jumpsuit with six-point. <laughs> well, the mortuary <laughs> store is new. <laughs> is one of you guys running the mortuary store now? I saw that one. That that one's coming. Walmart. Walmart. (laughs) I think I I think we should monetize our uh, meme accounts and start an OnlyFans. 
Four oh, of you us. guys haven't started oh, one Four of us together. <laughs> oh, you guys have already got one? Maury. Oh, no. You yeah. didn't you didn't invite me. <laughs> it's nothing but just me putting little smokes in my mouth. Only fans coming out soon. <laughs> okay, guys, in this episode, look for the links for all of their only fans, okay? <laughs> what except, about you? Except funeral me. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, it's dark. It's real dark. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, guys, anything else you want to share before we wrap up? I just, again, thank you guys for your time. I really appreciate you jumping on here with me and just creating this for our all of our followers to hear and just to kind of get more insight on who, are, who the people are behind those main pages that just make our day, make us laugh, offend us, <laughs> all of the above. <laughs> so any, any last words? I thought we were going to talk about uh, Roe versus Wade. Oh, please. Oh my god. What? <laughs> Religion and politics wrapped up. Yes. <laughs> That's where we end our, our show today. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, that could be a whole other like two hour episode. <laughs> I don't know. Does anybody have any like affirmations for these kids that are going into it? Anything you want to say that made you or would make you feel better as an apprentice? Anything like that? Here I am trying to be, you know, positive. So you're welcome. It's it's kind of cheesy, but something I I've heard once was uh, smooth seas don't make a good sailor. So the, the hard stuff is where you're going to learn. Uh, don't be afraid to do it because you'll you'll never be able to do it unless you try. That was cheesy. Yeah. That yeah, was I cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but I like it. No, that was good. But I like it. And I think I think the important thing for people coming into the business and this is important for me when I started was having a good support system you know that's particularly having a a mentor someone in the industry that you can rely on if you fuck up which is going to happen how you can fix it Um, and having a good family background good close friends and then just being able to go out and have beer and just kind of relaxing and blowing off your steam so I think to, to get through this mentally, having a, a valuable support system is crucial. But, and guys, if you don't have one in your backyard, I mean, look at look online, look look at the communities that are out there, you know. And I, I mean, I will honestly say that there are some communities out there that aren't supportive. There's just groups out there on Facebook. They're not the best answer, but just keep digging. Look for people that you can connect with that have similar interests. Um, but you're not alone. You may feel like you are sometimes, but that means you just got to go search, find your people, you know, and they're out there. Yeah, because I mean, the only reason I bring that up is because all the old fingers aren't going to be listening to this podcast. You know, it's going to be the kids who think that funeral boss is super cool or that, you know, they look at the memes and yeah. be a part of that community. Um, yes, for sure. We got we to gotta treat those people future of this you know and, and a lot of them it sucks because they get not ousted but they can't pass their boards because the boards are bullshit yeah. and then they deal with jaded fuckers like me because I'm a character <laughs> but you get a bad to even more after going through a really bad schooling so yeah that hopefully we can create some kind of support system for these kids yeah because we need them we need the new the newer generation that 
take over, you know, so you guys could be those 600 pound men in the basement. Or what was it? 400 pound or was it 600 pound? Both. Both. <laughs> yeah, no, we need, we need that younger generation. We need you guys motivated. We need you guys encouraged and you guys could do this. So it's not going to be easy though, but you could do it. So what about you, Open Casket Coach, or anything to say? If I were to give any advice, this is, owners are going to hate me for saying this, <laughs> but don't be, a, <laughs> don't be afraid to move around. Like, I feel like, I can't speak for everyone's area, but every funeral home kind of has its own genre, its own flavor, and sometimes it's just not yours. And so don't think if you leave, you're never going to get another funeral job or something. I guarantee there's places everywhere and there's places that's going to be a perfect fit for you. And it sometimes takes time finding it, but it's worth figuring out where your spot is rather than staying in an absolute crap hole and just hating your life. Solid advice. That's awesome advice. Yeah that work culture it's it's different everywhere and it's it's really critical to somebody's work happiness you know we're there we're at work longer than we are home so it's like make sure you're fitting in you're learning all you can and you're getting that motivation that's great advice and there's probably more good places like there's probably more good places to work than bad out there because there's some i'm not going to speak for myself but there's some places that have a really just fun Not with us. We're terrible to work with. But. Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're honest. If any one of you do open up a funeral home, I, I will work there in a second. I'm not, I'm not a good employee. I'm a terrible <laughs> mom. I don't know what I'm talking about. We, need to, we need to start our own funeral home. Yeah. yeah oh, gosh. Five of us. Dangerous. Yeah. That would be crazy. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. That would be amazing. So, so much. Maybe we'll do a part two. Look, guys, let us know if you want to see a part two of this, if you want to know more. Again, please make sure to follow everybody's pages. You can find everybody's pages on social media, mortician underscore memes, the funeral life, open casket culture, and funeral.memes. Thanks so much, guys, for tuning in today's episode of Funeral Bossing Podcast. Stay tuned to hear our next guest on our next episode.